May I remind you that the Sokovia Accords have been repealed. Here is we're not talking about celebrities. We're talking about superheroes who have enemies who will try to harm them and the people close to them, the ones who didn't ask to be a part of this life. Now, Ms. Walters chose to have her identity be public, but it is not to her to choose for everyone else. This isn't about privacy for privacy's sake. If this information is not protected, not only would it ruin my client's career, it could put a lot of people in a lot of danger. Derek and I'm Noah and you're listening to a bite Owl, where we take our current favorite pop culture obsession and enjoy it one nibble at a time that was a bite of I said it weird you should know but that's what I said <laughs> very tired <laughs> yeah we just did two straight days of comic-con in a row and listen walking around and looking at nerdy stuff <laughs> it's really tiring going to great very cool panels, yes. also very tiring. I will also say, though, that it takes us about almost two hours each way to yeah. get there. I yeah. actually think that's the problem. That is the problem. We used to be much closer, yeah. and now we added almost an hour to our trip, because we moved, because we're adults, and it oh. sucks. <laughs> but Comic-Con's been great. Yes, I have to control myself at Comic-Con, because oh. it's just so easy to just buy all the things. guys. I spent fifty dollars mm-hmm. on a She-Hulk sweatshirt. <laughs> it's adorable. It's so good. Yeah, but I, that was like my splurge buy because I I couldn't. I mean, why could I not? Well, I spent twenty eight dollars on seven <laughs> tiny Studio Ghibli towels. <laughs> it came with a free Princess Mononoke tote bag, which yeah. I thought I was going to have to pay for, which was a bonus. Yeah. But we are going to be doing like a this is kind of what we got slash comic-con experience type thing maybe coming i don't know we'll, we'll see the, the feelers <laughs> you, are out you you backpedaled on that real quick <laughs> it's a busy weekend we have new episodes we have multiple patreon episodes coming i'm just trying to throw another thing into the mix because why not let's do it yeah i know i feel like we're reading like three different things for this podcast for three different reasons yeah because we love you guys and there's lots of stuff <laughs> but you know what all in all what a delight yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> speaking of delights make sure you're following us on instagram facebook oh. and twitter at a bite of pod also if you see us at comic-con uh say hi there's two more days so if you listen to this in the meantime say hi we got stickers yeah we got we got stuff to give you yeah also patreon like i had mentioned if you like the show and want to support the show and also get exclusive bonus content merch discounts on merch all that type of stuff go and donate there do you join patreon? yeah okay. i should have said join patreon there <laughs> then last but not least leave us a review little stars little nice things that's it grazie mille yeah. Grazie. <laughs> yeah. so let's take a look back at she hulk <sighs> attorney at law episode seven the retreat after three <laughs> magical dates with Josh and one sleepover, Aww. Jen is swooning. Unfortunately for her, she sends a morning text, but gets ghosted. Stop. While holding out for a reply, please, 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 Blonsky's parole officer gives her a call and they travel to his spacious retreat. That's Blonsky's retreat, not the parole yeah. officer's retreat. <laughs> Could be either one. Yeah. There she meets El Aguila, Manbull, Porcupine, and Saracen. She is forced to work, work. Oh dear! Just go with it. 
<laughs> my brain you're it's, it, oh it's too late all right comic-con <laughs> brain <laughs> um she is forced <laughs> to work through her feelings about josh's silence as well as her emotions about becoming she-hulk Ooh. an emotional achievement is unlocked flashback to three days earlier when we see I hate josh it. Sneaking out in the middle of the night, and it's revealed that he is a Hulk King crony. I don't like it. I, can we not talk about Josh anymore? Ooh. We're probably going to have to in the last He's, episode, but it's fine. I have a prediction. I guess we can get it until later. Oh, fun. Well, not let's, a prediction. Not let's, a prediction. Let, let, let's hurry up and get to the episode. There's a lot to talk about. Oh, like, I'm being yelled at. <laughs> no, I just mean in general. Like, oh. I'm just excited. <laughs> All right. So there's a lot to talk about. So spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've seen the big reveal because they already made a man a poster. We all, we all knew it was coming. That's true. He was yeah. in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's officially take a bite of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 8. Rip it and rip it. Ugh. Okay. One of the best things about She-Hulk is that she introduces very Z. We've said this multiple episodes in a row. Z-list characters. Characters that have no business being in the MCU. <laughs> I feel like she like She-Hulk is doing for the MCU what the Harley Quinn animated series did for yes. DC. Oh, that's a good point. Like, yeah. Leapfrog is Kite Man. Yeah. Yeah, same I mean, color scheme, you know? Pretty much the same. Barely they're, has a power in any way. Yeah, they're both at first very um like I don't get out of here. I don't want anything to do with you. Poopy dupes. Yeah. <laughs> we meet Leapfrog. This character is it ha- they have a um they have quite a um hopping past Ooh. in the comics things got punny leapfrog is actually his dad eugene who we meet is actually frogman in the comics so i thought that was an interesting mix between them but he- they also say in this episode that vincent is the high paying client so maybe his dad was frogman and he did exist i don't know okay wait a minute I do want to say that when we were first watching this episode, I said, it's Frogman. Yeah. And you were like, no, it's Leapfrog. But in a way, I was actually correct. You were in the comic sense, but not in the show sense. I only didn't want you calling him Frogman because I wanted to say that. Um, (laughs) It was a long con for me, personally. Okay, well, I've been bamboozled. (laughs) But never trust me. <laughs> uh, never again. Absolutely not. Um, but I, I mean, talk about creativity. I am Leapfrog, and this is my son, Frogman. Well, the cool thing about, I mean, Mega not Man. the cool. No, stop it. Was there a Frogman in Mega Man? <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, <laughs> kind of looked like him Man? too. Yeah. yeah. The um, his dad, Vincent, was kind of a dick, abusive, all that stuff. Eugene actually went to go do superheroing. His dad was the villain who ah. like fought and stuff and he never approved of it so it's an interesting amalgamation of the two characters i don't think we need more frog man slash leapfrog in the mcu nope so it makes sense that they just mix the two yeah but in the down when we get introduced to him we see a suit malfunction he's trying to stop tv thieves i guess (laughs) there's only so much crime he can truly stop that's about it they're just in a strip mall and the only car parked not even in front of the store that they're stealing from, in like middle of the parking lot. So both the burglars and the hero are <laughs> not the swiftest. They're not great, but also no. it's Leapfrog. So like, who is he really fighting except for TV thieves yeah, at this point? He just point? waits in that par- parking lot every night, hoping, fingers crossed, that there will be someone to yeah. stop. 
he does his, I guess, ultimate move, if you want to call it, and turns on his jet boots, which I don't know why somebody named Leapfrog would have that. They malfunction, he catches fire. Thus starts our legal episode part. <laughs> I do want to say that Ribbit and Ripit is, is delightful. I like it. And when you say it fast enough, it just sounds like you're saying Ribbit and Ribbit. Yes. <laughs> it really does. Maybe that's the point. Also, I don't know the rip it part, what yeah, that what means. What is he ripping? I don't know. His, his butt. Legs. Oh, his legs. Because <laughs> sure. they're on fire and putting jet fuel in. <laughs> Whoops. Stupid. Whoops. You know, there is one thing to say about Leapfrog. Okay. And, and it is that he truly believes in merchandising and marketing himself. Because even in this first scene, like he's true to his brand, which is frogs. Yeah. But he really wants to be something because in this scene, when he's first talking to Jen, she's literally reading a leapfrog pamphlet that he has created. Oh, 100%. It, it's almost disgusting how much this dude is like trying to brand so much. So hard. But he's also just absorbing other brands like Frogger and anything that he can find. It's, yeah. it's insane. Again, dedication. <laughs> <laughs> to the frog brand. Yeah. So Jen, the lawyer, goes to Jen because he's like, my suit malfunction. I need representation. I need to get money because I need to sue whoever did this. Turns out none other than Luke Jacobson made the suit because he is the resident suit maker, apparently, even across the country. <laughs> I mean, we Jen's on thin ice with Luke to begin yeah. with. I mean, I think everyone's on thin ice with Luke to begin with. Perpetually, except for Matt Murdock. Apparently, they're besties. Like, I just want to say, like... Well, because Matt Murdock is just charismatic. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Luke falls for the charm. (laughs) I just... I do love that just perpetually on thin ice with everybody. Absolutely. (laughs) Constantly. No one can cross Luke. Even paying clients. I mean, imagine being at the status to where you can be that way towards your clients that are paying you to do work. You know what I mean? Like... Not I. You have to be real comfortable in your craft to be able to do that. Well, you know, I guess he he really does have a monopoly because he... Some, I mean, wh- okay, wait a minute. Where did he go to design school to figure out how to manipulate fag roots in this way? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I, Phoenix University? I don't know. It could be online, anything. Online Phoenix on, University? Online superhero suit making. It's probably a thing in the MCU. Oh, no. Well, Luke is running a master class. 100%. You know he that? is the person that started Yeah, he's the TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> His reputation precedes him, apparently. Yeah. Jen still has to do this case, even though she very vocally says she has a conflict of interest. She gets her suits, both superheroing and day-to-day, from Luke. Yeah, she says, I don't want to piss him off because I like my nice clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> It's true. Just being honest. Where else is she going to get him? You know, though, you know who I don't trust anymore? Who? Her boss? Her boss. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't really trust anybody in this show, to be honest, except for Matt and Jen. There are, there, you know, everybody, everybody really feels like they're hiding a little something. Yeah, I don't trust Even anybody. Even mom and dad. Mom yeah. and dad. <laughs> no. I don't trust them. Chad. Chad, no, he's he's good. He's gold. The, the inchettable. You know what? Inchettable Chad. The thing about Chad <laughs> is that Chad. Stop. Chad. We got it. We got Chad. the name. Well, let me finish my sentence and then I have to start over again. <laughs> the thing about Chad is that Chad will, 
he's right up front with you. He's like, Jen, I'm trying to sell merchandise yeah. with your name on it. You know what I mean? So he's not hiding anything at all. He's doing dubious deeds, but he's yeah, hundred percent. You everything. I thought Jen did the right thing by going to Luke and being like, "Hey, heads up! Like, if you just like smooth this over with Eugene, then we're good. If not, then we might have to go to court." And I just want you to know that, like, I'm gonna be doing that part. Takes great offense. That thin ice broken, shattered. She's in the cold water. The man's ego. <laughs> it's too much. When he much rips too much. her dress in front of her, I was like, oh. <laughs> he calls her a greasy old buffalo. <laughs> it's so good. Later, he calls her clown, old clown or something like that. <laughs> at least it wasn't Shrek. That's true. This episode had a very, no Titania at all, which was missed, mm. I want to say. But Luke came in with the insults, and I, I did like it. Someone's always, you know what, though? It's like. Jen is not the person that needs to be knocked down a peg, but people are constantly trying to knock her down. I think it is important to her origin story, but it is a little much when everybody, except for Pug, right? And yeah. Nikki, supposedly. Pug but and Nikki, yeah. Everybody else is just constantly <laughs> throwing barbs. <Yeah. laughs> Career, personal life, she, everywhere. clothes, <laughs> hair. Dudes freaking leaving her in the middle of the night. Not okay. Oh, well, that's not okay. Taking pictures without consent. Ugh. Fucking Gross. Josh. Gross. Josh. Josh. All right. We've set up this mm-hmm. episode to talk about one of the most anticipated returns to the screen, even though we got a short little tiny and we knew it was coming. Matt Murdock himself enters the courtroom representing Luke. <laughs> Yay. I mean, how did... Okay. Hold on. Pause. Very excited about it. Very, very, very excited about it. I just want to like nitpick something real quick. Hit it. Can you? I mean, I don't know how lawyering works. I again, sure. Law school dropout. He's in New York. Yeah. You know, like how nurses have to get certain certification to work in certain regions. Oh, he said he didn't pass the bar. No, he passed the bar. But like, can he just represent somebody because he was visiting? You know what I mean? I don't know how it works either. Hey I'm going to say below. <laughs> Can you work as a lawyer in one state and another? Well, you know what? People hold multiple bars, though. That's true. I mean, Matt Murdock probably has all the bars. Every he single ha- one of them. Not only does he set the bar, he has all the bars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it was funny. It was like, okay, he's there to make a suit. And of course, he's going to represent. It was obviously that's how they introduced him in the show. But I was like, you're in California. You're supposed to be in New York. How do you do this? Well, I don't know. A jet? Yeah. <laughs> but I missed Charlie Cox. I missed his Daredevil. The Him being introduced fully in a courtroom scene, perfection. You know, F the internet. Because people <laughs> flipped out over his two-minute scene in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And in this, everybody's like, that's not how it is in the comics. No, see, that's the funny thing. They're not even talking about the comics, because if they read the comics, it'd be fine. Yeah. The Netflix show, every single thing that happened on the Netflix shows is a piece of those characters. They Mm. told a specific type of story with a specific type of tone. Dark, gritty. Right. Also, that Daredevil didn't really flip around and do crazy acrobatics around the city kind of like spider-man he didn't do that in the show that's like a staple with the character so i just want to say base level his powers weren't really there he had the vision stuff or 
the lack of vision, but like echolocation stuff. But the other stuff just wasn't there. We're finally getting that with the MCU. That's the but, good thing. Right. And the, but people are just hating yeah. on it because Oh, my it's God. Ugh. Yeah. Well, that's it. You just nailed it on just the head. It yeah. boils down to sexist bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But. Fucking trolls. Sorry. I mean, we loved it. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I think this episode did such a good job of introducing the character to maybe new audiences, but then people that are familiar with Charlie Cox as Daredevil were like, yeah, he's, he's lawyering really well. <laughs> Look, I hope I don't lose my podcaster credit here, but I've never watched the Daredevil <sighs> on Netflix. No, you haven't, because it's not your, your type of thing. It's it makes sense. dark and gritty, which yeah. is not my type of thing. But what I, my point is, is that I love this character. Yeah, well, that's good. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, that's what makes this balance. Zing, zang, zoom. Yeah, this makes this balance good. You never saw it before. I have. Right. I'm telling you, it was personally, as a fan of that, it was good. You, as a new person coming in, yeah, I liked it. It was good. Guys, it was good. <laughs> it's subjective, but it's fact in this podcast. <laughs> it was yeah. very good. Yeah. So this courtroom scene does a number of things that I did want to point out. The Sokovia Accords yeah. have been repealed, which I think there was kind of some little tiny little bitty hints throughout you know, this phase. But for Matt Murdock, of all people, to come in and just be like, no, they're repealed. That's been a thing since Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. And we knew that was the government putting pretty much the Avengers and superhero people in check. And that's gone, which makes sense because the blip and everything. Yeah. They saved the universe, so if they would have kept them in check, they probably wouldn't have. But now, after Wanda's last stint with the multiverse of madness, we don't talk about that. Bring them back. <laughs> Wanda is always the catalyst for the Sokovia Accords Part Two. I mean, she came from Sokovia, so it's her. <laughs> Sokovia Accords again, again. <laughs> no, we can't. It would probably be something like a mutant registration act type thing. That's what I feel like the evolution Uh, of it's going to be because Department of Damage Control is around. They seem very much like they want to know and register superpowered people. Yeah. So here's a question that has nothing to do with She-Hulk. So. Great. Right? So. (laughs) Right. You're saying that something that could possibly happen is the Mutant Registration Act. But, and technically in the comics, Wanda is a mutant. But in the MCU, they unmutanted her. Yeah, well, ugh. yeah, I mean, she is a mutant. She isn't a mutant. She's not. She is. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I love Wanda in the MCU. I think she's great. In the comics, mm, I have a hard time really liking her because mm. because of people continuously retconning her, mm. it gets convoluted. I mean, she can reshape reality, then she like can't, and then she's a mutant, and then she's not, but then she's like a semi-mutant, but not really. It's weird. It's weird. So in the, I will I will say I think in the MCU she is a type of superhuman that got her abilities from a magical object or a celestial object. Fair. So I don't know. I don't know if they classify her as a mutant in the MCU. No, it's all those things that you just said. That's yeah. the long tagline. Yeah. What she is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll put I, that out there. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> this episode also we had a few fourth wall breaks you know either her thirsting after matt murdoch or being like who is this guy i am very curious if i think people are accustomed to fourth wall breaks by now especially because of deadpool Mm. but i wonder if she's ever going to talk about it 
in the sense of like, these are my powers. Like I never was able to do this before becoming Hulk or like how far can she go type of thing. You know what I mean? I'm curious about that. Like, is she going to tell Hulk about it? I don't know. Did she? Is it something that is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is it really a set of her powers or is it just something that's like, does she go into like Hulk space or something like that? Well, that's the thing. Her brain. That's the thing that's going to be interesting. So now that Daredevil is going to be in the MCU, and we have two fourth wall breakers, technically that could eventually be on a team up. How far is that going to go? Like in an Avengers movie, like can she ask the audience? Like she can't really ask us, but can she ask the audience for like answers or something? You know what I mean? Like how far is this going to go? Noah said it's going to be a choose your own adventure type situation. Imagine (laughs) each theater could have like five different outcomes because like everybody gets like a voting clicker and she's like okay what should we do guys and then like you know a b c d and then it's the kimmy schmidt oh yeah it's a netflix experience damn it it's not original but for movie theaters it is yeah whoever votes the most for this one that's the route they go i want a clicker (laughs) give me a clicker yeah i think whatever i don't know how what that has to do with her fourth wall break but it would be cool i'd want it I um I think that her fo- fourth wall breaks are like the flea bag fourth wall breaks. It's just like her emotionally turning away from a moment and processing it, and we can sort of see it and feel it. Yeah, that's my thing. I don't know. That's how I'm how I'm thinking about it. So you don't think it's going to be like acknowledged at all no. by anybody else? Fourth wall break. I don't think it needs to be. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like that's my point. Like a, a hypothetical. Is it going yeah. to be acknowledged at all or not? I feel like for the most part, fourth wall breaks are never really acknowledged by anyone around the main character. But this is what I'm saying. You're going to have two characters that could possibly be on the screen that both will fourth wall break talking to the same people. I think it'll. Are they going to acknowledge it? Right. I think it'll yeah. be one of those things. Like, oh, you can do that too. Oh, yeah. All right. And then whatever happens from there. I can't wait. I need it. <laughs> what is I wonder, like, that's like phase 56 when the two of them are finally in a movie together. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Because Wolverine's also coming back. Or Logan, whoever it is. I don't. We'll see. That's a whole nother episode slash year. <laughs> two years. Yeah, we could talk about. So the court anyway, yeah. is null and void. The, the case, because... Yeah, Mr. Leapfrog put jet fuel in his boots, and Luke specifically said to put this type of fuel in it, so it just negated the whole thing. Luke did his due diligence and being like, here's instructions, dummy. Here's another thing about Luke. (laughs) You don't like Luke, do you? I told you he's not my favorite character. I mentioned this already. (laughs) Um, But not only does Luke know design, but he also knows, like, mechanical engineering? Oh, yeah. Combustion? He's a scientist. He is. I'm 100%. That's Luke is everything. Okay. So I believe that Luke is actually knowledge, like went to school for some sort of STEM Ah. related subject, but had a passion for fashion. fashion. (gasps) Ooh. So he put his two passions together and zing, bang, pow. (laughs) Luke Jacobson was born, baby. I could see that. That, that, It sounds like a very comic book thing to happen. Yeah. I need, so what I need after She-Hulk is that they need to take these like kind of random characters or these Z-listers and they need to give us a Groot-sized three-minute movie of how they became who they are. Oh, I'd love it. Right? The, the supporting story to the support characters. She-Hulk origins. Yeah. 
<laughs> all these people. Attorney at law. <laughs> yeah. I love that. This <laughs> next. So this is where the fun in this episode gets before it literally comes crashing down to a very sad halt. <laughs> yes. Hulk. Dang it. Hulked. I was so, so close to a pun. Jen and Matt meet after all this at the Ooh. lawyer bar that exists in every type of movie and TV show with lawyers. Lawyers in it. have a lot of stress. They do. And they that's always right next to the school slash the courtroom. <laughs> it's always named after some type of pun and lawyering <laughs> like the bar. Get it. Oh, I got it. It's a bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he flirts with her a little bit. He gets her a drink. Their chemistry, now that they're not competing in a law firm sense, is actually kind of nice. It's really nice to see this Matt Murdock be really just quick and fun with the humor, mm-hmm. but also be extremely charming as yeah. Matt Murdock to somebody that he he finds attractive. I don't know. It was it was really nice to see. Well, I think for the for both of them in both ways, I think that they match on a number of levels. Oh yeah. Right? And like Matt even knows an extra level that she doesn't know about that they're both superhumans, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like this is someone that he can really kind of get down with in a number of ways and so they're not wasting any time. They can spar in the courtroom, in the bar, yep, and in the sheets. And and <laughs> Like the exciting thing as far as the char- as as Jen as a character is that she, you know, he meets her as She-Hulk. They have witty repartee. He then meets her as Jen. They have witty repartee. So she's found someone who appreciates her at both sides of her coin. Right. You know, which is something that she was talking about in the last episode at the retreat. So this is exactly what she needed. She just needed to go to the earth. Hello. She needs to steam it out. Yeah, she did. And Clarity. Then, yeah. <laughs> Open herself to new opportunities. And the universe brought her. Matt Murder. <laughs> Actually, it brought her Leapfrog that then brought her Matt Murder. You have to deal with a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of like give to them. You get. must go through yeah. the brambles to get to the field. <laughs> Jen does get her with great power speech here, though. Mm-hmm. Matt, of all people, not Bruce. Bruce tried in the first episode. No thanks, not, Yeah, he's not really the best person to like be giving her that type of advice. But he tells her that, do you not realize that you can help people in the courtroom, and when that fails, you can help them as She-Hulk, or vice versa, whichever one obviously fits. But I think somebody finally, like, really just plainly saying that to her, especially somebody that is on her level in mm-hmm. some way that she knows so far, Yeah, I think something like clicked in her a little bit. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, duh. She said, I'm Hannah Montana, baby. I get the best (laughs) of both worlds, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Before, okay, before we get to like the final moments of this episode, like talk about them. Can we talk about the Todd scene, the odd Todd scene? Odd Todd scene. Look, 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 look. They gave us. It's weird. Just a little nugget in the previously on. Okay. They keep telling us that Todd called her. A specimen. Specimen. Okay, something to be studied. Something that you might want to get fluids. Is he? From. He might be the Hulk King. I. He's either the Hulk King or he's bankrolling the whole operation. Also a possibility. You know, and this scene with him, it's like, is he? Tr- what is he trying to get from her? Does he need more blood? Does he need saliva? Does he need hair? Well, I think it's it's to con. Ugh. 
to touch on the last part of the episode, the whole thing is just like humiliation mm. at that point. Like there was no reason for it to happen. And Todd keeps coming up and putting her in really weird situations yeah. to make her uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm not sure why at this point, but that's just seems like what his character is kind of used for. Yeah. You, you know, and not, I know I just, to touch on Todd and the end, you know, there's that thing of like, they say she doesn't deserve the Hulk's powers. Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing is literally, you know, as we've said before, the writers of the show knowing exactly what people are going to be saying online. Yeah, 100%. You know, it, it's, it's such just mirroring society and how women are treated and how, you know, they're, they're seen as less than. You know, even the entire gala scene, which I know we're going to get to, but it's just female lawyer. And they all win. And they have to ask, like, what's it like to be a female lawyer? It's just, you know, it's just such a whole big it's poopy on everything. It's poopy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, to put it very simply, it's just, it's not right. But his, his, it is weird. I think we need to keep an eye on Todd. I don't think we're done with him yeah. yet. And what do we think about the whole Wakandan spear thing? The auction house that was in Hawkeye, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, like what, you know, why is that even brought up? Just to show that he's a, he's a douchebag and appropriates culture. Yeah, that's yeah. 100% why they did that cuz he's that far disconnected that he even did the Wakanda Forever salute. I like I and she's like that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, made it should make everybody uncomfortable cuz ew. <laughs> it reminds me of um Tom Hanks' son Chet Hanks. Oh god. When he does the patois accent. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It was so cringy. It's appropriation yeah. in a way. And also he's taking from another society one that's like still around so like also that's also bad like to another level yeah yeah it's and, it's not okay you know and like every time we've seen him it's literally just no redeeming quality no no i don't think there's better never be a redeeming yeah. quality for todd until he gives that spear back <laughs> bare I, minimum <laughs> i did appreciate that in this scene she slams the table into him when he pins him to make a move pins him to that thing mm-hmm. oh, so good you ready for some red and yellow and green? Ooh. I don't know baby. what color that makes. Red and yellow and green. Nothing. It makes a dark, very dark color. Red and, uh, uh. red and yellow make green. Or do they make orange? They make orange. Oh, yeah. Blue and yellow make... I thought I found, <laughs> figured something out. I was like, in my head at first, I was like, do they? No, they make orange. I was like, orange. wait, no, they don't. Yeah, they oh, don't. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cancel they, it. they make like a lighty brown color, I'm assuming. How about they just swirl into a colorful tornado of lerve? They probably can. Just like Matt and She-Hulk. <laughs> so Jen goes to help Eugene, Leapfrog, because he calls him and he's like, I'm being attacked. None other than Matt Murdock is attacking him. Unknowingly, she doesn't know that he's attacking because he kidnapped Luke. It was the whole thing. There's misunderstanding there. Yeah. But I love their sparring match at first because one, it's really fun. Matt is having the time of his life. There's quips going back and forth while also Hulk smashing. It's so good. Well, this is one thing that just personally makes me nervous about She-Hulk. She's just destroying property left and right. She did throw somebody's random, <laughs> rather expensive looking car yes. at a blind man. <laughs> and then ends up. Throwing him into a car, which damages the other car, yeah, too. Yeah, she does her, her clap, damages multiple cars. Although, you know, I take maybe I take it back. 
while seeing it for the first time, it was surprising. <laughs> the Avengers have literally destroyed entire cities. I mean, I did. She, he's clearly not trying to kill her. I think the extent of the damage was maybe just a little unwarranted, but also I don't yeah. care. It's it's fake cars. I don't. It's not. There's not even like worth getting upset about. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, okay. It's probably Eugene's car. <laughs> you know, maybe that was his own personal parking. He had all there was all his fancy cars. He's a rich. He's a rich little brat. I could I could see him absolutely doing that. So one thing that also caught me off guard though was that when she gets Daredevil, she rips his mask off. I get that everybody knows who you are. But you should know yeah. that everybody doesn't know who everybody else is. <laughs> that took me back. Like, that took me aback. I was like, girl, no. <laughs> she did it so effortlessly. Oof. And he was like, okay. It's me. Yeah. Hey, girl. <laughs> Maybe he was planning on telling her. I don't know. But it was still, it was surprising. As soon as she did that, I think at like five in the morning, I was like, oh. <laughs> Jen. That was quick. <laughs> My gosh. I think for the 30-minute format, that had to be done. Mm. But it was very shocking, nonetheless, because we've seen seasons of and, co- and read comics and years of this character of trying to hide his identity. Mm-hmm. And the fact that somebody just like ripped his helmet, I was like, OK, yeah. they were like, actually, it's just um, it's just foreshadowing of her ripping the rest of his costume oh, off. Jeez, she kind of does. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Their superhero chemistry is, I think, even their chemistry in general now is just like through the roof now that there's just nothing holding both of them back from anything because they know that they're both superheroes i'm not saying i ship them or want them to be together but like if they did i'd like it but if they just were like you know like fuck buddies yeah also would like it i I ship at that level i just like all of it yeah as long as they just love each other no matter what i'm here for i'm telling you they have (laughs) they have someone like who Shares a similar lifestyle to them, is intellectually matched to them, physically matched to each other. It's like, it's just like a so match good. made in fuck buddy heaven. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was a very Linda Belcher thing. <laughs> this, I liked the initial scene. I thought seeing him flip around and stuff, he does some really cool moves that we did not get to see in the Netflix mm. show at all. But they did do a callback to the Netflix show. Tell me. When they go to Leapfrog's Lair, which is aptly named the Lily Pad, which stupidly has a giant neon sign on top of the building that says, Lily Pad. No one will find me. Yeah. <laughs> but here's a giant glowing sign Maybe to show you where I am. doesn't even care, which is so weird. Like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's whole the, character. The whole inside of the Lily Pad, though, is giving me very Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy and <gasps> Batman and Robin vibes. It's fun. Right? With, like, the hanging tendrils and the plants. And you can't like that. say that if you weren't a some type of hero or villain that resembled an animal or something, that you wouldn't do that. You know? It's like, yeah, I I would. I'd probably do that. You know. <laughs> I live for stuff like that. Yeah, a theme. You love a theme. Hello, our, our podcast is a bite of I try and make everything we do about food, even though we are not a food podcast. No, I don't think we've ever eaten on here. No, ew, mouth noises. No, I just even for videos, like in general, we've never we Cooked. did do cake t- tasting for our wedding. That oh, was yeah, on the on YouTube. That was that was sweet. That was the closest thing that we ever yeah. got to food. We're not getting there. In fact, we're going further away by doing face masks. And 
We're putting unedible things on our faces. Literally the most unedible things. Yeah, poison. Putting near our faces. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> they we get a hallway fight scene, which is a staple to Daredevil's Netflix. It, they are one of the coolest scenes that I've ever seen on Netflix, and particularly in superhero dumb. It's just really cool. He, he's known for doing that. This time we get it in blue. I l- and match with that synth bass line. Oh, yeah. So good. We, oh my God, you reminded me of the music. Hearing, I love, oh my God, second Disney Plus show to do a theme song for the thing that they're mentioning or character being introduced in a, in, in a row. We got X-Men. Uh-huh. And then when Daredevil came out in his gorgeous yellow and red suit, Luke did a phenomenal job, just going to say. We get his his music from the show. Mm. Oh, so good. It was so good. I loved it. It was so, so good. Jen smashing through the ceiling and interrupting that hallway scene just when it was getting like, oh, this is going to be a long, really good one. It's perfect. I th- I, it's her show. And mm-hmm. I think that reminding you mid like, this is really dark and this just looks, this looks like regular Daredevil. Interrupting that, the comedic timing was so good. I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I think, it, and I and I think you're right. It's that thing of like, you know, he can't have the best fight scene in, in this. her show. Exactly. Mm-mm, it was a can't. treat, and it lasted just long enough. Yeah, this episode did a really good job of showcasing both of their talents. I feel like, like they didn't need to showcase all of his talents. Mm-hmm. They did a good job, but I think seeing her be more of a Hulk in that avenue of this is kind of how it's going to look when she's fighting or whatever. And also lawyering and being a friend. Oh. It was, the balance was so, the scales were perfectly aligned. This was the strongest episode. 100%. Of the series yet. It really, like you said, it was rom-com meets lawyer drama meets intrigue meets sexy goodness and humor. The episode, the 30 minutes could have just led to them fucking. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know how else to say it. I Holy was gonna be smokes. I was gonna be cute, but whatever. Like you know, like in that thirty-minute sitcom, like it could have ended there, right? And that's where her confusion comes in. Exactly, exactly. So the leaf log, flog, <laughs> frog storyline is done. He breaks his legs jumping out the window. We're done. What a goofus! That, that's it. That's all we need to know. They talk a little bit. They're up on the rooftop. And then they go back home together, and they make sweet, sweet sex. <laughs> I didn't want to say love, because they're sweet, not in love. Sweet, sweet sex. <laughs> I do love that rooftop scene, though, because so good. I love their kind of little repartee, the mm-hmm. little shoulder bumping thing. And I like her going, I don't know, there's something about Jen taking control of the situation, which is something that we, in her Jen form we really haven't truly seen yet. And so her going to him... When do you leave? He says, tomorrow, I'll take you out to dinner. She says, how about we skip all that? Oh, so good. I love that for her. You know they were both thinking it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, finally, Jen is feeling secure in herself as Jen yeah. to do those types of things. Yeah. And also, I mean, it, it must be nice for her to like have somebody, again, not to keep beating a dead horse, but likes her as Jen, mm-hmm. likes her as She-Hulk, and likes her as Lawyer Jen. And respects her in all right. A hundred percent. She she needed that type of push because even though Nikki has technically been that, there's the romantic side. There's the side outside of your friend that you kind of need approval from. Hey, listen, we all need a little love. 
loving. Good rub down. <laughs> one, one, of, <laughs> one of the most iconic scenes in the MCU that's going to be around for a long time, long, 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 long time, is Daredevil doing the walk of shame, whistling, and just walking on cloud nine. Barefoot. Barefoot. He's like, you know what? I don't need the shoes. Why is he barefoot? <laughs> I don't know. He can hear, see better. <laughs> <laughs> is it like Toph from Avatar? Yeah. He can feel through his feet? Yeah, but I mean, I think... It was so good. I think that just like ending his storyline right there so far, perfect. It was, mm-hmm. it's a lighthearted, it's in a, com- a comedy show. It's going to do that. It's going to match the tone. What's next? Yeah. I mean, we know that his show's coming. It's going to be a long one. I'm really curious to see where they pick up or don't pick up and then what's kind of happening. Mm. Like, is Foggy there? With all the other people, I mean, who who's there? We know Kingpin, we know Matt. Who else? Right. Electra. Hello. Wow. <laughs> so I'm very excited to see that. I'm excited to see what the tone and kind of what the general deal about the show is going to be. Very excited for that. Maybe it'll balance between what the old Daredevil was and what sort of She Hulk is doing. Meet in the middle. Yeah, I feel like they do have to change it mm. just a little bit mm. because it can't be a direct rip off essentially of the netflixing also because it's not as grounded it's not supposed to be that hyper realistic because Mm -hmm. we're talking about superheroes here so i feel like there's going to be more flair at least and a yellow and red suit which is my favorite suit all right i like it a lot all right this is where the episode should have typically ended jen is confused just like most of us Mm -hmm. i did think something very scary was going to happen at first when nikki came in and jen was like kept talking to us like What's going to happen? Like, this is usually, you know, am I going to get fridged? Is the season finale fridged? I loved that she pointed that out in this episode. Do you know what that means? No. When, especially when a female character is like, I'm oh, going to get fridged. Yes, 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 yes. The amazing and comparable, oh my God, the Gail Simone mm-hmm. coined that phrase, particularly because of Green Lantern comic. Mm-hmm. Kyle Rayner's girlfriend was killed, put in a fridge, he came home and then found her. It's just a terrible way of treating. It's in the box. Yeah. It's in the fridge. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a terrible way of treating female characters. Female characters, yeah. and I thought that was interesting that she did mention that, and also mentioned Red Hulk. Red Hulk, <gasps> or Red She Hulk, because there is a Red She Hulk. Must see. Or were those just like two throwaway lines, and that's not what's going to happen? Probably for a <laughs> while. Well, she better not get fridged. <laughs> that would be nobody better the get real fridged. end of the series. No. Jeez. But she, but Red Hulk in some form, I could see happening. Rulk. Yeah, I, I feel like almost it's gonna have to kind of happen. Well, They're that's gonna... probably Brucey's next thing. Maybe I don't know. Good old Spruce in space. <laughs> so the gala scene. This is pretty tough. Mm. It's a tough scene because we see Jen get to the gala in her new Luke Jacobson dress. Silva. Nikki. Yeah, Nikki looks amazing as well. Just like Derek said earlier, all the female lawyers get lawyer of the year because why not just hand it out to every female lawyer, all six of them? Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad and poor Jenna's taste. like, what? Yeah. And I love Mallory being like, yeah, I'm still not paid as much yeah. and thanks for this bullshit. And then I get asked questions like this. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Jen gets the mic. She's talking about, she's excited. Her parents are there. Her, her dad is filming it just like she's doing a recital at school. Very exciting. And then 
Somebody talks. The picture changes behind her on the Jumbotron. And um, it's her being filmed without her consent Mm -hmm. in a very vulnerable situation. And everybody's seeing it. It's also her dating profile. It's other documents. It's the America's ass photo. I, I mean, I think that would make her anger is justifiable in that point because she should be angry. Absolutely. Like get angry, get mad. I agree. I think you, you should do it. It's so fucked up. Yeah. The whole scene is just really unnerving, you know, and we see that Jen goes past controlling her anger and kind of goes into Bruce territory of fury. Well, that's where it gets it's it's that two-sided, the double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. She should be able to get angry. Right. But granted, Jen is a Hulk, so her rage typically includes higher property damage. Right. <laughs> which is also bad, but I think that there's something to think about here with how uncomfortable and angry women makes people when it they're not being angry in the way that they want them to be angry. Well, right, right. It's that exact thing of I feel like this is like a thing that has always like been said is like, you know, when a when a man is angry and bossy, he's the he's the man. He's getting stuff done. He's the guy. Yeah. You know, he's the head honcho. When a woman does the same thing, she's a bitch. You know, and even in this You're correct. She has a dating profile. You know who else had a dating profile? All the guys she spoke to. Yeah. You know who else had sex? Josh had sex in that video, but yeah, oh, yeah. who gets called a slut? She does. Oh yeah. It's 100%. Yeah, he even he does call her a slut. Yeah. Which was like the way that person said it, I was like, "Oh, you're you're a fucking troll." Yeah. You're a tiny person because it was like, "And she's a slut." It's like, yeah. "I'm you scripted this out, did you?" <laughs> now, is it is it interesting at all that there's two figures on the screen with these red masks on? They're or they're just random people what do you mean so when all this stuff is is popping up on the screen two men in red masks show up on the screen i did not see that and they're talking and they're saying all the stuff about her not on the screen on the behind the stage no they're on the screen they're on the screen for a couple of moments behind her oh i did not see that oh yeah oh it was quick they kind of come on they have an introduction and all the videos and the photos start coming up i was i was i was dead focused on jen Mm. and being very sad for her and i feel like that screen kind of blurred out for me yeah they're just like in these (laughs) sort of like nondescript red masks well because they there's people there that are obviously part of it part of it because when she turns around obviously upset when she smashes the screen she's obviously very strong that shakes the whole thing and some tables start falling and people get terrified which sucks but also makes sense it's a very Mm. complicated situation but how how much balls do you have to do that to a hulk and be in the room like did you have to be (laughs) in the room i feel like this was all part of the plan right? right is that they wanted to get all those documents and photos they can embarrass her and put it out there and tape it. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to... It's it's very weird. The, also weird, she, when she goes outside, a squad of security guards, very large guns, appear out of nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Were yeah, they just there waiting? Or they called them knowing it would happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the weird part, that they were just automatically there very quickly. Mm-hmm. And who do they put, point the guns at? Jen, Jen. Instead of the dude obviously in the mask. That committed the crime. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
She rips Daredevil's mask clean <laughs> off. This guy, she just holds there for a while and lets him go. That pissed me off. It was, was it Todd? Guys, just tell, is it Todd? Was it Todd? I don't know. This guy's hair was a little shaggier than Todd's. Whatever. He's gross. Ugh. Who was it? Tell us. I need to know <laughs> who this was. The final scene that we see in this episode with Jen breaking the fourth wall, not for a quippy comment, but for a very devastated look. Like an, oh, shit. But she just looks so sad. She looks defeated. Ugh. Right Well, she was on her hot, she was really feeling her oats, as she should, and here we go again, knocking her down. This show, even though it's a comedy, is so sad. Because it's just a show about how this woman constantly gets knocked down over and over again by every, in every asset of her life. I mean, and she's still joking around. <laughs> I feel like many of our viewers would say, well, yeah, welcome to my life. Yeah. You know, this is the reality yeah. of being a woman in the world. It's, it's insane to see in that aspect because they usually don't. Show that, you know? Yeah, well, you know, Wanda was the sole reason that they had to do the Accords. No one else that ever did any damage ever, it was Wanda, the one woman who did it. I never thought about it that way, that they kind of did use Wanda as a scapegoat yeah. for a lot of that stuff. Like, they had to lock her up after right. Vision had to watch her. She... I mean, good for her. She got to spend time with her. Well, true. I mean, they fell in love. It's <laughs> right. fine. But still, you know what I mean? It was like everybody else was yeah. free to go as if nobody else had done any other damage like that. Yeah. Anyway. it's. In, I, I want to see the almost the point. What is the point? Like, they got her blood for whatever reason, I guess, to make another Hulk or whatever. Right. But why continue to do this? I mean, are they going... Is it going to be... Is it literally just Todd is being is spurred? Well, is it one of those situations where they make a Hulk that's good and doesn't get angry to like go against the mean evil Hulk that is She-Hulk? Mm. Like they're trying to publicly paint her in a negative light as Bruce Banner when he was angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's very interesting how this is going to end. I don't know how this is going to end. And it's interesting, right? I feel like if I, I'm thinking about the last episode, like, I mean, we we have a bit of a of a trend here, right? The episode is part humor, part law, part gens. Devastating. Life. You know what I mean? So it's like, how are we going to kind of fit that mold in the final episode? There has to be that balance, right? So there definitely has to be the reveal. Right. It's, yeah. There's going to be the reveal, but I also think there's going to be a court case. Ugh, who? Of her fighting them. It's revenge yeah. porn. It's, Pro- you know what I mean? It's probably. She obviously, she totally has legal grounds to sue them is it gonna work who is it we need to know who it is though if it's her boss good luck well here's the thing todd is always in cahoots with holloway they're always together yeah yeah i don't know i mean i think as far as like what the finale what there's a lot of things that we don't have answers to Mm -hmm. where's hulk where do where do you go? Where where'd Bruce go? He's in Spache. We know that, but where and why? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> we need. I mean, I don't think we're gonna get that answer in this episode. Maybe he does come back, and it sets up whatever is gonna happen after. I could definitely see that, but I need to know who who Hulk King is. I think that's we're number gonna one. find that out for sure. I also need to know if I can trust Nikki going forward. Hey Nikki. Hey Nikki. Yeah. I want to know if we can trust Mallory. Well. 
Why was she at an award ceremony and we didn't see any of her family? <laughs> where's everyone? Yeah, where's her kid? Yeah. That she talked about. <laughs> yeah, she has a husband and a kid. Ain't never seen him, not once. Don't even yeah. know their name. I, yeah, I, I, okay. Two big questions. Mm-hmm. Where's Hulk? Where Slash, where is this going to leave off to? Where is it going to leap to the next thing? Nice. And then who can we actually trust going forward? Because <laughs> if we're not supposed to trust anybody, I would assume at least one of those faces would get revealed. Just putting yeah, that out there. I think that, I don't know. Okay, here we go. She's feeling down. She goes back to her family's house. Ched turns out to be a hacker. Oh, stop. He, he gets in there. Stop. He figures out who it is. Oh, okay. In the good way. Okay. In a good way. No, no, no. He helps her figure out who Hulk King is. I thought you were going to say he is Hulk King. And no, because like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, who is like a technologically savvy person in this series? The only person I can think of is our Best Buy general manager. Yeah, maybe. You know? That's the whole reason why he got promoted at Best Buy was to get Jen a nice computer to then he can use to hack. It would make sense. Hacking skills. That's what they do in sitcoms. They plant the seed early and then it comes back right? later. Like, yeah. I mean, somehow they're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. We Interesting. By this last episode. Last episode, next week, nine episodes. Ugh. I can't believe it. I feel like we always say that. You didn't say penultimate episode. That's your favorite Sh- thing to say. Shush shit. I, yeah, I know. I know. I was, I was hoping nobody would notice, including you. Literally 10 minutes into the episode, I was like, I didn't say penultimate episode. I always say penultimate episode, and I didn't. I'm sorry. If you got this far, I said it. There you go. I'm distraught. If you didn't get this far, you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's a penultimate episode. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. Okay. Added Whatever. to the top of the episode. So very, very, very excited to see how this ends. I feel mm. like this, this show is a very strong contender to be in the top of a lot of people's MCU Disney Plus list. Definitely mine. Yeah, definitely mine. Hundred percent. We'll probably we'll probably say our top five. There's there's getting too many now yeah, to do, do all of them. A whole maybe we'll do a post or something, but we'll do top five. We're not. <laughs> People are not going to like it. And then you can figure out what our other four or whatever. Are. Yeah, they're be like, well, Derek hated this one. He hated this one. Yeah, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier isn't going to be there. Just <laughs> rude. Yeah, me either. Moonlight for me either. <gasps> oh, gasp. okay. Come on, with your special segment. Stop talking before we fight. He's so angry. All right, it is now time for... Oh, Lord. <clears throat> ah, Yahoo! So, summer may be ending here. In Was the that because U- of the Mario trailer? <laughs> it's me, Mario. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ugh. Go to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, Linda Belcher as Mario is going to be amazing. So good. I can't- I'm really excited for Bowser Jack Black. I'm not saying that sarcastically at all. That is very true. Okay, but anyway. (laughs) uh, So summer may be ending here in the U.S., but there is always the dream of a beach vacation to whisk you away from the impending biting cold. Whisk, whisk, whisk. Away. If traveling to some sunny shores in Spain, be sure to pack your sunscreen and bathing suit, but leave your pail and shovel at home. Sorry, kiddos. No sandcastle construction is allowed. All right, stop. Stop. Illegal. No. In Spain? In Spain. Yes. So Why? It is funny you should ask. (laughs) Sometimes I forget what we're doing, and I just get so mad. Yeah. Uh, So it is feared that the sandy structures could possibly buoy an emergency rescue. Another reason- Knock it off. Another reason- 
is that it ruins the view for those trying to peer into the vast horizon. How big <laughs> do they think these are? Just kilometers tall. Just so high. At li- minimum. Minimum two inches. Maximum maybe 12. Also, <laughs> if you're building a sandcastle, how long does it stay a sandcastle? Also, get up if you can't see over it. <laughs> also, lifeguards, I'm nervous if a sandcastle could possibly derail you from rescue. It's not in the water. What's it's your business? It's not your business if it's not in the water. <laughs> I would think that they should probably outlaw hole digging. You don't want a lifeguard to to trip on a hole. Well, Right? Isn't their whole job to be vigilant? Like, just understand that that's a sandcastle, that's a hole, and that's somebody drowning. I don't know. But listen, beachgoers who feel they need to build <laughs> will be burned with a fine. Depending on where in Spain, the fine can be as steep as 1,500 euros. I hate that. <laughs> that's so stupid. I mean, like, in, like, I think it was, like, in Mallorca, it's, like, it can be, like, 150 euros, but there that's... are some beaches where it's, like, over 1,000. One. One is too much. For the children. For the children. But the children love the sandcastles. the children love the books. Yeah, no. No, sandcastles. You're right. <laughs> uh, so, but I, I did read that if a child gets the penalty, then the parent has to pay. Then they get thrown in the ocean. <laughs> they went in the ocean. <laughs> they got rid of them. So, one has to wonder, are the grand granules worth getting buried in fines? Beach no. beware. Erect at your own risk. Ooh. <laughs> that got weird. You erect a building. Yeah, I know. A castle. I know. You took it there, not me. I'm sorry, we just talked about- You said the F word. Jen and Matt- No. Concert. They shared a consensual adult moment. Yeah, that's fine. They fucked. <gasps> oh. I want Jen to redo what she did at the beginning- of the first episode and say Daredevil fucks <laughs> instead of Captain oh, America yeah. fucks. Oh, wait. There's also, I've also loved when she's following Daredevil to go to the lily pad and she does that like dance thing. Oh, on the yeah. Roof. yeah. Oh, my God. And also, her super suit made a premiere in this. We talked about that. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. When? I did. I can't your, say the same for brain you. <laughs> did. This had so much in it. We were just whisked away by the romance. Oh, my God. Well, don't go to Spain if you want to build sandcastles. Yeah, I mean, that is not the thing. All right. Next week, last episode. Holy smokes. Lots of ooky spooky things coming. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to A Bite Of, artwork and editing by our own Noah. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at A Bite Of Pod and on Facebook at A Bite Of. If you have questions, recommendations, or just want to say hi, you can email us at abiteofpod at gmail.com. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate and review to spread the word. Hope you join us next time on A Bite Of. Bye. Bye.